This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a Monday edition of Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan, joined by EP Ringside, Shap Shots, D Magazine, and more. Sean Shapiro after a mighty stars overtime victory, the Jake Ottinger show. I mean, we talk about the guy... You know, when you have Jake Ottinger on your team, you can go places. And we certainly kind of saw that on Saturday night. How are you a Saturday afternoon, kind of an afternoon evening tilt because it went into OT. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm doing really well. It's a, it's a good Monday. The sun's shining. Um, just actually got back from the uh, stars morning skate and in, in, in up here in Detroit. And uh, it's uh we're down to the final four days of the regular season, and it's uh, it's, it's, it's I'm looking forward to watching a good hockey game tonight too against uh, Dallas versus Detroit, where the Stars are in that spot where it's it's the it's the race for the top of the Central, and uh, kind of bearing. I mean, and I'm happy to promote and talk about too. We and to you talk about the Stars universe. Uh, me and Stephen Meserve, who does great work covering the Texas Stars at 100 Degree Hockey. Uh, have gone and self-published a book about the Texas Stars with uh, your boy Curtis McKenzie writing yes. a, wonder, a wonderful forward. Curtis, uh, I'm I'm going to say this. Um, obviously, I want people to go read the book. Uh, we made the real simple. The name of the book is "We Win Here: The Definitive Essays You Need About the Texas Stars." Um, the book is the "We Win Here." It's a it calls back to in this Texas Stars locker room. They have a it's big print written on the wall in the Texas stars locker room. We win here, which is for minor league sports. As you know, Gavin, a lot of times it's, there's the question of development and winning and the stars and the Texas stars have always focused on making sure they win in Cedar park. And, um, should read the book. It's, it's got a, it's a kind of a passion project that Steven and I had and we put together, but for all those reasons alone, I'm telling you, people should go buy the book because of the foreword Curtis McKenzie wrote. Normally, and I've done, and I, I've written a, another book before, and I, I've, I've worked with athletes on forewords before. Normally, it becomes the athlete just kind of talks to you, and then you kind of write it, and you give it back to them. And But 
This one was Curtis going through himself, writing it page by page, really passionate about how much the Texas stars have meant to him, how much Cedar Park has meant to him and his family. Um, he talked about how he ch- he made the decision to sign with the Texas stars um, instead of continuing to chase an NHL career. He, he decided he picked Texas. He picked the Texas stars over potential NHL contracts. Great. Um, great read from Curtis. Um, I'll be, I'll be slightly, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll slightly cool the temperature. I'll give it myself praise, but it's a pretty good book. And I think people should, should read it. Uh, go to check out uh we win is the website where I'll take you straight to the link. And uh, I mean, what other place in the world, what, what other, uh, what other, what other, what other AHL franchise is getting a 30,000 word book written about them? I can't, I, yeah. I, I don't, I can't, I can't think of any. So I can't wait. Can't wait to dive into it. Can't wait to have Curtis on. We win Yes. Uh, that sounds like a really, really cool thing. And if you haven't heard from Curtis McKenzie yet, can't wait to bring him to you here on Spits and Suds. Great personality, lots of stories, and uh, a guy that's kind of uh, setting the table for some of the young stars uh, coming through with how to do it and uh, how to act and how to get to practice on time, those kinds of things. Curtis McKenzie, I, I would not be surprised if uh, he becomes the would I be correct? The second Texas star hung in the rafters when this is all said and done. Well, that's uh, he definitely right now. And then it's, there's a, it's like, there's a great discussion about this in the book. Actually it's right now, Travis Morin's numbers, the only one retired for Texas star for the Texas stars and deservedly so, but um, we make the case where there is definitely a missing space right now in the rafters where the Texas stars need to retire. Max Fortunas is number 18. Oh um, yeah. He, because uh, with what Max Fortunas meant to that franchise and how, and even before he came back as an assistant coach, the way he helped set the stage for so many young defensemen and was the captain of the team when they won the championship in 2014. So there's, there's definitely uh, the Texas stars and the stars in general need to retire number 18 down in the AHL level. And uh, once that's done, then uh, Curtis can appropriately be the third player to have to, to have number 16 hoisted the rafters in Texas because he's meant a ton to that franchise. Um, I, I think people miss a lot of th- times. I think people miss how important those guys are. So many times people will look at like, Oh, prospects. And they look at the AHL kind of like this, this black box where the draft happens, we put prospects in and then they come out and at the other side is NHL players. And I think too often we miss the AHL veterans and coaches that take and push and create these other development spots that players don't have to learn at the NHL level. Um, I had a really good conversation with Thomas Harley about that this morning, actually, after this, after the stars skated here in Detroit, Um, Harley was, we, we were talking just about kind of learning the example of, of how to be a pro, how to live on your own, all these little things he learned because of his time in Cedar Park. And then also the things he learned by having the opportunity in Texas this year to, to, to find the difference. And, and it was a really interesting, and, and probably, I'll probably write something more about this later this week, probably over at Chap Shots, but it was a really interesting conversation with Harley of talking about the, he said the difference, the thing that he had to start to understand and he learned it in the AHL this year and he got the confidence to kind of be ready for it. But 
he had to learn about the 1%. And that's the way he phrased it, the 1% of succeeding in the NHL. In the NHL, 99% of the time, players are in the right position. They're taking the right routes. They're making the right reads. 99% of the time. It's the 1% of the time where someone has, someone is out of position. Someone takes the wrong read. Someone It's the 1%. That's when goals are scored. And that's... and. And, and Harley was very, uh, it was, it was very, he talked to, he was, he didn't, he told me he really didn't appreciates the wrong word, but he didn't really have the full grasp of how much you need to master that 1% of things. So you can actually succeed in the NHL. And he learned that by kind of, he got a little bit of that from talking to guys like Curtis McKenzie, who are our leaders down there and, and have, and know the difference. And, and it's, it's, the Texas Stars have been a success story for this, for the Dallas Stars for a while. Um, the amount of the amount of players that have te- that Texas or the Dallas has developed because who maybe didn't come in for a franchise that hasn't had the greatest drafting history. There's drafting history recently has been better, but there's a stretch of some lean draft years, and some of the things that the Stars still got out of some of those leaner drafts. Uh, it's a success to what they've done in Texas. And it really is the slogan. We win here. Like it's, it's, I love that. That's part of the mentality of the stars organization. Cause there are other AHL and NHL franchises where winning is not the priority. Just like the, for just for example, it's the whole reason last week we had the drama with the Chicago wolves talking about going independent and, and going without an NHL affiliate that next year, because the Carolina Hurricanes model, they, according to uh, uh, the the GM of the Wolves, was becoming more about just prospects and, than winning games. And I love that Dallas and Texas have committed to winning games and bringing the right guys in to help those prospects play in meaningful games. Like Maverick Bork uh, had yes. five five goals this past weekend, right? Yes. Maverick Bork wasn't that guy earlier in the season. He needed the no. time. He needed that time to get to here and. Now Maverick Bork will have a be able to will be ready for the playoffs because early in the season when he was struggling and he was figuring the game out, Curtis McKenzie was there. the The Curtis McKenzies of the world were there to allow him to have that time. And I love the way Dallas and Texas approach the AHL and and think about it that way. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, I was going to say, you know, obviously Stankoven is the flashy prospect, but with the second half Maverick Bork's putting together um, interesting to see how, you know, he'll do in the AHL playoffs and mm-hmm. as well as training camp next year about possibly finding a spot on this roster. Yeah. He'll be in the discussion. I mean, obviously St. Coven is the one that is everyone is primed and expecting to, but I think Maverick Bork has a bit of the, uh, it's kind of a bit of the forgotten one just because he had is is just because he wasn't. He came from the he came from the queue. He's yep. not. He doesn't have the WHL. He doesn't. He doesn't have the 
Memorial Cup platform. And just because he's had a little bit of a learning curve in the AHL, I think he kind of gets forgotten. But he's a playmaker, Maverick Bork, I think, who will be actually more effective at the NHL level than he is at the AHL level. Because I think once he plays with better overall talent, I think he'll actually be more successful. I, th- I think that's the type of player Bork is. Um, and he's been great lately. Obviously, I just saw the news before we hopped on. Here's the AHL player of the week last week. And so um, the Stars prospect pool is fun right now. And that is, that's 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 exciting to, to say. It's exciting to hear because you, you look at the long-term vision for this team and you see the path. And there are a lot of NHL teams where there might be one or two prospects where you're like, hey, if this guy makes it, maybe we have something. But with Dallas, you just see all these like higher, I don't know, proof of life lottery tickets in the prospect pool that you think are going to pan out. And it's a real, it's a nice thing to look at because obviously the team is good. They're moving in the right direction. You've got, you've got some guys who are part of the young core. Miro's still young. Robertson's still young. But then you also have that second wave that's going to show up and you can see it. It's it's a really it's a really healthy franchise right now. And I think sometimes we don't give that give it enough credit for what they've built here because um it it's 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 a testament to what Jim Neal has done with his time in Dallas. I know that there's some decisions that you can question that Jim's made and everything like that, but overall the stars are in a very good spot for tomorrow, long term in general. Yeah, absolutely. And when Sean points out, when he says the Q, um, just to point everything in the junior leagues, there are so many junior leagues. Yes, yes, there are out there. <laughs> so <laughs> we have the USHL, we have the WHL, we have the Ontario Hockey League, and the Q is the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, if I got that correct. So, yep, yes, you the, do. The Q in the past has had kind of a knock on it as far as lots of points, but you know, can that translate to NHL levels? Uh, so that's when Sean brings up the cue. That's what uh, he was uh, talking about. It's so, uh, it's 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 funny what becomes uh, like general like knowledge for for me. Like I yeah. like I, I really appreciate you if you if you so you going back to that because it is something. It's 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 funny how there's certain things that become just like, oh, that's, that's standard. And then it's good that sometimes get lost. So I appreciate you the, the, the pullback on that one for me. I I think, I think, you know, that's one of the things I try to remind myself, like, listen, stars fans, this is your podcast and we don't want to talk over your head. And sometimes Sean says things candidly that I'm like, wow, I never knew that because Sean (laughs) is just, uh, you know, just an encyclopedia of knowledge. And at the same time, what I want to do sometimes is stop down and explain why things happen because it's important that we're all educated in this process because once again, the one of the points of this podcast, not just to bring you stars um, information and hockey on a regular basis as far as uh, hockey chatter, it, it's also to inform and educate uh, so that we can be as an educated fan base like uh, you know, an original six fan base who has been around uh, a lot longer. So uh, that's just a, a little insight. 